A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Welcome to another edition of Bearing Arms, Cam and Company. My name is Cam Edwards. I am glad you're with us on the program today. We're going to be talking a little election news as we uh, head into the midterms. You know, things are looking pretty darn good for Republicans right now. I would say that there's a long time between now and November, but I, I think there are some uh, fundamentals that are working against Democrats this year. A lot of fundamentals. We feel it every time we go to the grocery store, every time we fill up our car with gas. Concern about rising crime. Uh, there are a lot of things going wrong in this country right now, and you can pin a lot of the blame on the uh, party in charge in Washington, D.C., which, again, bodes well for Republicans. Uh I'm particularly interested in Virginia's 5th Congressional District, which is where I live. Uh, Bob Good, my current member of Congress, and one of the Democrats vying to replace Bob Good this year, gun control activist Andy Parker, is no longer on the ballot. He's not even going to be part of the Democratic primary, apparently. Uh, this, according to the Washington Post, they say the father of slain journalists won't be on the ballot in Virginia's 5th Congressional District. You may remember Andy Parker uh, became a gun control activist after his daughter Allison was murdered on camera. She was a, a TV reporter in Roanoke, Virginia. She was murdered along with one of her colleagues by a former co-worker back in 2015. And uh, since then, Andy Parker has been a very vocal uh, opponent of our right to keep and bear arms. He's been a very vocal opponent of the uh, National Rifle Association. In fact, back in uh, 2016, Andy Parker actually uh, called me and other NRA members a terrorist. He said the real terrorists are the folks at the NRA. Uh, those, he says, are the terrorists. And unfortunately, you have politicians that are complicit They've pledged allegiance to the NRA versus the United States of America and the safety of its citizens. He said that on uh, CNN uh, in response to me criticizing Democratic lawmakers who held a, a sit in in the House. You remember this back in 2016, this photo op to call for more gun control laws? And I had said at the time, so in order to push legislation that the sponsors say would not have prevented the attacks in Orlando, Florida, they're going to flout the House rules, kind of like, you know, criminals and terrorists flout the rules that we have in place right now. And we'll continue to do so. I could call the terrorists for that. You know, listen, we talked about this on yesterday's program. As somebody who recently lost a child, I have some idea of the pain that uh, Andy Parker uh, lives with every day, knowing that his daughter is not here. I... In, in in many ways, I don't even begrudge Andy Parker's position on guns because of what happened to his daughter. But it doesn't mean that his policy solutions are any more credible uh, than a gun control activist who does not know the pain of losing a child. And it certainly didn't make his campaign Credible. According to the Washington Post, candidates need a thousand signatures from voters in their district to qualify to be on the ballot. Parker submitted 1,093 signatures, but only 937 of them were valid. In a statement to the Washington Post, Parker said that his campaign would be taking, quote, a few days to perform a forensic audit on our petition signatures. When that is complete, we will explore our options. I don't know what options are available to Andy Parker because the uh, Democratic committee in the 5th District has said he's not going to be on the uh, the primary ballot. Uh, instead, there is going to be one 
Democrat. There were two Democrats running to uh, replace Bob Good. Andy Parker's not on the ballot. So now uh, Joshua Thronberg, I believe is his name, uh, is likely, as far as I can tell, to be the uh, Democratic nominee in the 5th Congressional District. What is surprising to me about this is that Andy Parker was not running some sort of fly-by-night, seat-of-the-pants campaign. When he announced his run to challenge Bob Good in January of this year, he got national attention. This is from the CBS News report on Andy Parker entering the race. His campaign team includes a former media consultant for former President Obama's presidential campaigns and a campaign manager for Democrat John Kerry's unsuccessful 2004 presidential bid. Chris Hurst, the boyfriend of Parker's late daughter and former Virginia State Representative, is also helping run the campaign. Uh, and yet with all of those individuals involved, this is a pretty basic error. Uh, again, if you have to submit a, a, a thousand valid signatures, which really shouldn't be that difficult. The 5th Congressional District is a pretty big district. It stretches from north of Charlottesville, Virginia, all the way down to the North Carolina-Virginia border and goes across much of central Virginia. Finding a thousand valid signatures should not have been a big deal. The fact that they submitted just a thousand and ninety-three, and again, about a hundred or so of those signatures considered invalid, which doesn't necessarily mean, by the way, that people were making it up. Uh, we have gone through redistricting in Virginia, like every other state across the nation, and so it is very likely that uh, at least some of those folks who signed maybe used to live in the fifth district, no longer live in the fifth district. But again, this is a. I'm just kind of stunned by this. This is such an unforced error uh, on the part of Andy Parker's nascent campaign to fail to even get the 1,000 signatures required to be on the ballot. Now, I don't know if Andy Parker would have won the Democratic nomination. I certainly don't think that he would have won the general election. Uh, the 5th Congressional District is a district that Bob Good won pretty comfortably by five points uh, against Cameron Webb two years ago. There was an open seat. Uh, we have sort of been playing revolving musical chairs for uh, the Republicans uh, in office in the 5th Congressional District for a, a few terms. Uh, but this is a pretty conservative district, and it got more so with the latest redistricting. Uh, this has become a, a redder district. So I think this is going to be an uphill fight for uh, Andy Parker. But again, I'm just astounded. I'm astounded that Every town for gun safety didn't step up and say, hey, let us help you gather signatures. Moms Demand Action apparently wasn't on the ground helping to gather signatures. Uh, you know, the gun control lobby has invested a lot of time and money in advancing uh, some of their favorite candidates. Lucy McBath, uh, who's now a member of Congress. I mean, they, they helped support uh, Stacey Abrams campaign. Um, so the fact that uh, either A, they didn't get involved in Andy Parker's campaign for one reason or another, or they did get involved in Andy Parker's campaign, and it didn't matter. They still had this basic fundamental flaw in terms of their signature gathering. I just find it very interesting. And again, perhaps a uh, another sign, although this doesn't uh, reflect on the electorate necessarily, but another sign, maybe foreshadowing uh, of what is to come for Democrats as we head into November particularly those anti-gun Democrats. You know, we talked about this yesterday with Matt Manda from the National Shooting Sports Foundation, the idea that Joe Biden is having to uh, stump for votes among gun control activists because they're trying to keep their base of support together. 
and they are really concerned that their base voter is just going to stay home in November. Uh, my colleague at Hot Air, Ed Morrissey, had a, a post earlier today about a new poll showing cratering support for Joe Biden and the Democrats among the youngest cohort of voters. Uh, they are not happy. Now, they're not, again, they're not turning into Republicans. These are folks who, by and large, are on the left. But they don't feel like Biden has done enough. And the danger for Biden Democrats is that these folks just stay home uh, in November. So Biden has to try to rally that base. One of the ways he's doing that is through gun control. But he doesn't have the votes in Congress to get his gun ban through. So now he's got to try to use these executive actions, even if it means usurping the authority granted to the executive branch under the Constitution. And uh, perhaps, you know, violating the Administrative Procedures Act in order to try to put these new gun control regulations in place that really look a lot more like gun control laws that Congress should be dealing with. Uh, anyway, we will uh, keep our eyes out for any more information if this forensic audit turns up anything. If Andy Parker decides that he is going to try to fight to get on the ballot uh, in the 5th District of Virginia. Uh, and who knows? Maybe he's going to try to... Uh, you know, revamp and uh, set up for a 2024 run instead. I don't know. I thought about running for Congress in the 5th Congressional District. I, I have. Bob Good is, eh, he's, he's okay. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not convinced we couldn't get better, but he's okay. But uh, this year, way too much other stuff going on in my life. Don't have time. <laughs> don't, don't, don't have the time for a, a congressional run. Maybe two years from now. And boy, what a uh, what a race that might make, huh? All right, let's turn our attention to today's Armed Citizen story, our good deed of the day, and our recidivist report, which comes from Idaho, a place, you know, look, pretty conservative. You think it's pretty tough on crime. But one thing I hope that you have realized now with our recidivist reports is that this isn't just a blue state thing. This isn't just a Democrat thing. Our criminal justice system is so reliant on plea bargains that even in states that we like to think of as tough on crime, we see some, you know, in retrospect, inexplicable decisions being made, like this one. A former Pullman man who shot and killed a Pullman high school student in 2017 is now facing probation violations, including a gun possession charge. 22-year-old Keegan Tennant, pleaded guilty to involuntary manslaughter, aggravated assault, concealing evidence, and principled robbery for the uh, shooting death of high school student Tim Reeves during a camping trip five years ago. Tenet and uh, then 17-year-old Matthew McKetta hid Reeves' body, and they fled to Washington State after stealing a vehicle at gunpoint in Idaho. The case initially resulted in 2018 uh, with Tennant being given a blended sentence, 20 years of probation, yeah, and a possible 30-year prison term. Tennant was 17 when he was uh, sentenced. He began his sentence, according to Big Country News Connection, by spending about a year in juvenile detention. And then he was, a year, that's it. And then he was placed in a halfway home for juvenile offenders in 2019. 
uh, over the objections, by the way, of the uh, prosecutor. Uh, and now Tennant is facing six probation violations. That includes, by the way, a recent conviction for being a felon in possession of a firearm. The warrant for probation violations issued for his arrest last fall in southern Idaho. Probation officer discovered that Tennant had moved from his address and quit working and stopped paying his court fines. Uh, Boise police found him at a pizza shop, took him into custody on this warrant in late November. They discovered a pistol and some pot in his backpack. Uh, he pleaded guilty to the illegal gun possession felony. He was sentenced last week in uh, district court in southern Idaho. Uh, we don't know what that sentence was, unfortunately, for being a felon in possession. Uh, he is currently in the Alada County Sheriff's Jail on a local arrest warrant for probation violations. And uh, scheduled to be back in court next week. If convicted of the probation violations, again, he could face up to 30 years in court, or excuse me, in prison. I highly doubt he's going to get that. I, I'm, I'm curious at this point, quite frankly, whether or not Keegan Tennant is going to get any additional prison time. But we will keep our eyes open for more information about this story. But again, I, I'm, I'm shocked and disgusted, quite honestly. With the sentence that Tennant originally received, pleaded guilty to involuntary manslaughter, aggravated assault, concealing evidence, principled to robbery. He spent a year in juvenile probation or in, in juvenile detention before getting out and being on probation. I mean, that is just such an absurdly light sentence to me. And again, this isn't California. This isn't New York. This is Idaho we're talking about. Now, today's armed citizen story from Las Vegas, Nevada, where police say they are considering the shooting of a 16-year-old to be an act of self-defense. This was early Monday morning. According to uh, Las Vegas police officer Larry Hatfield, it happened about 6 o'clock Monday morning near uh, Flamingo and Fort Apache Roads in Las Vegas. Uh, Hatfield says a man was walking in the area and ran across the 16-year-old who attempted to, well, they got into an argument, apparently. The teen then pointed a gun at the man, threatening him. According to the officer, the man was lawfully armed and shot the teen in self-defense. Fox 5 in Las Vegas says no criminal charges have been filed against the man. He was not arrested. The case will be submitted to the Clark County DA's office for review. Uh, but at this point, again, everything looks like this was a, uh, an act of self-defense. Uh, we also do, by the way, have an update for you on yesterday's armed citizen story where police say they are going to refer this to a grand jury because some of the evidence or the initial reporting doesn't match uh, what the evidence showed. Just remember, you remember uh, yesterday's story was about a guy who showed up at a woman's house in Houston dressed as like a home health aide, posing as a home health aide. When the woman didn't let him in, he allegedly broke into the home. The woman called her son. Her son came over. Found the guy trying to break in, shot, and killed the suspect. Well, now police say the story is that the guy actually did gain entry into the home where he was held at gunpoint by the mom who called her son, who came over. And the son says that while he was there, uh, the suspect then threatened him and he had to shoot and kill the suspect. So this case is going to a grand jury. Don't know uh, what the outcome is going to be. But I always promise you updates when we have them. And there is an update on yesterday's Armed Citizen story. Finally, today's good deed of the day from Detroit, Michigan, where Detroit police officers in the right place at the right time were unable to do the right thing to help a senior clean up a dilapidated lot there in uh, the north side of Detroit. Ivanka Kassir, uh has uh, had some trouble keeping up 
with her yard work. Her neighbor, Marie Benzing, says she obviously cares about nature, but her neighbors also have concerns for the appearance. And I think perhaps she wasn't able to maintain it. Um, so neighbors had started complaining. And then when the police went out to talk to Ivanka Kassir, they found out that, all right, this is an elderly woman. She's not able to clean up her yard the way it needed to be clean. Captain uh, Shanda Starks with the Detroit police said uh, they decided to help. A little more than two dozen officers from the police academy, as well as some uh, heavy equipment, came in yesterday and actually uh, cleaned up Ivanka Kassir's yard. She said, by myself, this would have been hard. It would have been hard because my backyard is really big. She said, they did in like two hours, everything. She said, it makes me feel good because it saved me some work. A neighbor said, uh, hopefully with the support, she'll be able to keep it up. Detroit police officers say they will continue to help out as much as they can. Hopefully the uh, neighborhood will as well. And, you know, I, I hate to say it, I hate to suggest it, but if you can't keep up with your property, I don't know, you've probably lived in that house a long time. I've got a lot of memories there, but uh, might might be time to downsize a little bit, something a little bit more manageable, right? But I'm glad that those officers were in the right place at the right time, willing and able to do the right thing to help out that uh, elderly Detroit woman, Ivanka Kassir. Uh, and I also do want to thank each and every one of you for reaching out to me yesterday, uh, whether it was you know via email, uh, Twitter, in the comments on uh, our YouTube and Rumble pages. Thank you again for all of your kind words and your thoughts and your prayers. I, I cannot remember the uh, the name of the person who said it. Actually, there was more than one person who said this, but it's, say that we feel like an extended family because a lot of you have been watching and listening to me for a long time, and this is an extended family. I think of you as an extended part of my family, certainly a, a part of my friend group, uh, and I want you to know that, and I want you to know how much it meant to me. So thank you again. We will be back with another edition of Bearing Arms Cam and Company on Monday. But make sure you're checking out the website on Friday and throughout the weekend. We'll be updating you with the latest Second Amendment news and information that you need to know about. If you like what you see, you can always become a VIP subscriber. Just go to bearingarms.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code GUNRIGHTS and you can get a significant savings on your VIP membership. As our way of saying thank you for showing your support for the independent pro Second Amendment journalism we do at Bearing Arms, we're going to give you exclusive content, news stories, analysis you won't find anywhere else because your support really does make a difference. Hope you have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk again soon. Until then, be well, be safe, and be free.